This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and if you're not prepared to hold me as we watch the impending mushroom cloud approach, swipe left. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and hear me out. Let's drop Andy Dick in the middle of the Rose Garden and see what happens. (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and I wouldn't trust Steve Bannon to run a Yoshinoya. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. (laughs) (laughs) She recognized. (laughs) We got... Show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Ta da! That's Zach Ames, everybody. Oh, Zach, God, David's just fucking up. David's like throwing a phone <laughs> over the place. Get it together. <laughs> Um, that's that games who who was also on the Andrew Dewitt podcast who's been on our show before. I just did that the other day. Check that out. It's that fun. Show's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a good podcast. Yeah, and also Zach Games just got a new dog. He did. I, honestly, he oh, invited sick. me to come do the podcast, and then he said the dogs there, and I was like, "Well, that definitely took the scales <laughs> in your favor." Seals, <laughs> deal is a deal. <laughs> um, it was wearing a hoodie. It was a great dog. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm really into it. Um, <laughs> Um, a couple of plugs at the top of the show. Um, so obviously you guys might picture this pilot taping got moved to March 2nd at the Actors Company. Um, find me online. In, that's in Los Angeles. So if Find me town, online. Find me online. I'll have all those details. We'll be pushing it. It won't get moved again. And also the next day I am flying to Gainesville, Florida to headline the Changeville uh, Festival, which is pretty cool. Um, in Gainesville, Florida, and uh, Big Fredia is like headlining on the music stage, and I'm headlining on the comedy. That's stage. awesome! Wait, what is it? Is it like a festival for? Yeah, it's is being it put a charity on, thing. Yeah, it's being put on by the University of Florida, and it's like a socially conscious uh, festival, like featuring a bunch of really awesome people and acts and stuff. And it's and it's in what state? Florida. Wow. <laughs> Gainesville, Rock City, baby. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Go check that out. It's going to be really fun. Tickets are like $8, but if you pay 15 you can do a meet and greet with me. Yes. Wow. Meet and greet like for Andy. Please, uh, nobody's going to buy those tickets. Oh yes, they God. are. Please come meet, meet and, and greet me. Her, so it's not embarrassing. Remember how many people... <laughs> Try to get the auction off thing to be on. Oh, you're gonna bring that up. <laughs> Never bring it up. Why did you? Why did you have to bring that up? Uh, and it was we on the have to pay. For, fi- I want to say six months. Yeah, for yeah, so yeah, long. Long time. yeah. Not we have to pay fifteen dollars every time we hang out with Brandy. I don't yeah. think that's yeah, that unreasonable. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. My Venmo is very busy. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm in. San- or I'm in Salt Lake City on March 9th, 10th, and 11th. I'm headlining a show on March 9th for the Golden Spike Comedy Festival. Come see me. Uh, yeah. That's it. I'll probably not... be in LA. Follow me on Twitter. I usually retweet when I have shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll follow, follow us all on Twitter also. Yeah. We, ta- we do our shows and Tess all that. can't leave town because she's working on one of the best TV shows on TV right now. Oh, yeah. Watch Throwing Shade. Throwing Shade. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of throwing shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, our guest this week is really awesome. She's running for city council here in Los Angeles in District 13, which covers the Hollywood Silver Lake Echo Park region of L.A. Um, today is her birthday and she has a debate tonight in Los wow. Angeles. Big deal. Jessica Silence. Hey, yes, the children yeah. are here. They support oh you. <laughs> sounds like all the Annie orphans. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, it only sound like that if they said my line from Annie, which we know and love. Nope. What do you guys? Wait, I feel like I do know your line from Annie. Not that I'm you guys. Uh, I want some more. Yes, is that it, from that's Annie? Yeah, that's from uh, all of her. It might as well you be. It might as well. Be. I was trolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was trolling. She knew. No, my line from Annie when I didn't get cast as Annie. Wait, I, were you Duffy? I don't no. know the name, but she just Pepper? goes. She just goes. Pepper. We ain't never gonna get out of this dump. That was my only line. I have heard that line. Yeah, before. yeah. I've said yeah. it. I've said it. Did you say it with a southern accent? 
Yes, pretty much. I like I walk I like huff my way up to the stage and make as much of a big deal about it as when, possible. When you only have one line, they make that mistake by putting people like us in the one line. Yeah. Because don't do that. No. I was in a production of Oliver and I had a line and it was at the very end and I, I walk up and my line is it's Nancy. He murdered Nancy. You bet your ass. I took a full minute to get up there, stop, flail, scream, look down. I mean, it was really the yeah. You're just raising the stakes. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Were, you, were you ever in Oliver? <laughs> I was <laughs> never in Oliver, but I was in Annie and Starmites oh, yeah. in Greece Star when I was Mites? 10 years old, which is totally inappropriate. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who yeah, were you yeah. in Greece? I was just an ensemble member. It was like me and another Did they have to cut boy. out like everything? No, they did everything. <laughs> you guys That's did the abortion so... stuff? <laughs> what part's that? <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Of Just course, I didn't know what it was. Children yeah. singing Pussy Wagon before their <laughs> balls drop is a hell of a thing. <laughs> um, sorry, you're running for office. I'm sorry I said that on your episode. No, it's great. <laughs> right? I'm trying pussy to... grabs back is like the tagline. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the Pussy Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what they what the edited version of that was because when I would see it on TV, it would be like, yeah, she's a real party wagon or something like that. <laughs> like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. I, I think I had a VHS from TV and I don't remember Pussy Wagon. It's yeah. in Grease Lightning, in Grease like Lightning. she's a real pussy. pussy wagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about, yeah, they're yeah, calling yeah. Grease Wagon the pussy. Grease Wagon's yeah, yeah. just a very sexual song. It's a very yeah, yeah. sexual song. That's there, a it's very not even sexual. I mean, Yeah. Come like, on. Oh, of course you have a boner for Kanicki. Well, of course. <laughs> No. So hot. Uh-uh. No, Annie don't think of me. Jeff Conway either. I'm, I'm being like sad and on celebrity rehab. No, no, it wasn't. Th- I never liked him. <laughs> it was. It got real bad, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. like Kanicki? No, I liked the um the go- the real goofy one, the like kind of like ra- wiry goofy one. Oh. There were a few of them. You mean the you mean the uh, duty who ended up with Frenchie? Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was cute. He, he was, was my cute. favorite. So I'm sorry. Straight up, Danny though. It doesn't get hotter than Danny. Danny's hot Danny. as hell. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. don't think about like Scientology Don Travolta. Think about I mean, that. I know. I know. You know what Danny. it was? Yeah, you can't. It's too. Really refer- you can't not fuse the. You know yeah. what it was? My mom really liked John Travolta, and I like couldn't have a crush on the same guy as my mom. It felt um, incestuous. Yeah, I get it. But my okay. mom loved Johnny Depp, and I'm right there. Really? Still? Yeah. Well, still on the Depp train. Sure. Really? Do, do you ever get off the depth train? I'm off. I'm oh. a little bit off. Was it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, have you, the, you have do any... you know about like the Amber Heard stuff? Oh, you know, I don't pay attention to that stuff, but now that you're saying it, I do. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he kind of like, he, he became the Adam Sandler of whimsy for a while, where he was just yeah. doing a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. He did a lot uh, of bullshit. He was yeah. like probably my most longstanding crush for a long time, though. Like, there, there's, yeah, yeah. Because he was hot in 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And then. Like before, Pirates of the Caribbean became a bunch of sequels. Seeing Johnny Depp as a pirate was novel. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. We had like Shock a Lot and everything. Oh, Shock a Lot! That one's favorite movie. Beautiful. That whole movie. That is yeah, sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play into his strengths in that one. Uh, remember <laughs> that movie, like Water for Chocolate? That was a good movie too. It's a great movie. What about other chocolate movies? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, right. <laughs> Only uh, the original, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the hell were they doing in the remake? Making bad choices. Which Charlie and the <laughs> so Chocolate Factory character are you guys? If you had to be one. Oh, Veruca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just knew. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I think we're all really all of them, probably. But yeah, we probably are all of them. But I think you're predominantly. You I'm definitely Veruca. Yeah, for you're sure. Veruca for sure. Yeah, that might be Veruca. That might be Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, ju- I was just at the Medi-Cal office dressed oh. exactly as an old man oh, yeah. at the Medi-Cal office. I have to do that. Yeah. It's Medi-Cal. pretty great. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I hope you don't have the same experience I did where I like was on my phone and then I looked up and there was an old man wearing the exact same thing that I was wearing. <laughs> we had the same exact same colored flannel. We both had like black sweatpants so on. God. It was and like my hair was like silver at the time and he had like long silver <laughs> hair and I was like, oh, oh, that's and then he turned around, saw me and then ran away from me it's amazing like we both knew we both wow. knew wow yeah. did you feel good or bad about it i mean i, I like feel kind of good i mean yeah. i felt like 
I felt like I was living my best <laughs> life in that moment. No, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. no one's living their best life like an old man in public. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, cool, this is where I'm at. I'm dressing like an old man in public. Yeah. We're both, we're both at the Medi-Cal office oh. just getting our benefits. It just shows that Medi-Cal is really for everyone. Absolutely. Exactly. You guys were like a living Medi-Cal commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my I God. Mean, you really were. It's like a split screen of both of you walking up. <laughs> well, the th- weird part is it's the most popular photo I've ever had on Instagram. Like to the point now that I feel like people are making fun of me. Like there's really it, is that, it had that much heat. It's like almost 700 likes on it. Wow, and wow. I'm like, wow. what? Thanks, but wow, this came out of nowhere. I, people are very supportive of healthcare in general. I feel so. You, yeah, 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 that's probably true. Maybe. That's true. But also, also you, it is funny. You know, it is funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, more likes than any of my women's part march pictures. (laughs) Me and this old man. (laughs) You never know what the algorithm's gonna like. I know some pictures. You're like, what? Really? That was the one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Took off. Yeah. Took off. Feeling good about it. I po- I you guys probably saw the insane picture I posted earlier today. I, I thought you looked covered great. in makeup. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Really good. This guy did message me. He was like, "You're beautiful," and I was like, "Really?" From that, thank you so much. Yeah. I well, I forgot forever ago. I was doing that um that uh happiness sparking joy thing where I was cleaning out everything. Condo. We both condo. Yeah, yeah. We condo. Did you have you done yeah. this? You're supposed to like get rid of everything that doesn't spark joy in your life. It didn't last. Oh yeah, but. you touch it, and if it doesn't bring you yeah. joy, you throw right. it out. But it takes yeah. forever because you have the to Japanese touch each book. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. life changing joy of ti- I always tidying get the title up. wrong. It's hard. Yeah, it's, it's too I, long. The life changing magic of tidying up or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so that picture was from that because I went through all my makeup and that was all the makeup I was getting rid of so I put it all on at once because oh. <laughs> I was just like well let's why just see how this is. I was filming a video that I never ended up putting out and that was why I did it but I just was like look oh I was trying to find like a drunk picture of myself uh-huh. and I was like well this needs to see the internet <laughs> but it's absolutely nuts and then I went some fucking idiot dude I don't know sent me like a message to come to his bringer show and I'm so mad that I just didn't respond with that question yeah <laughs> that picture because I have like a cross on my forehead and I have Y written on my chin backwards <laughs> that's just gonna be my response to creeps forever now just like yeah uh, there you go it's perfect yeah love it <laughs> um, okay sure yeah <laughs> That does inspire me, though. I want to do that where I put all the makeup I'm going to throw away on. It was fun. Yeah. It was, you know, and then, like, taking it off is, like, very... Cathartic. Yeah. Cathartic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make up hoard, for sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I try not to. I go through phases, and then, I'll, and then I'll be like, no, you can't buy anything until you go through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never have that kind of control. Try to get through it. Although, like, how often are you supposed to buy mascara? Like, what is, like, the rule uh, of expiration? Six months or something. It's yeah. not very long, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but you're fine. Like nothing's yeah. happened, right? Yeah. It's all yeah. bullshit. It None of us still have your eyelashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're still there. T- they're long and voluptuous. It's I great. feel like I feel like all that a lot of that shit's like fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know, like hot makeup tip, mm-hmm. but I feel like mascara almost is like wine, where like it hits a point where it ages, where it, it kind of hits its like peak. Yeah, where yeah. It's, like, perfectly, <laughs> perfectly comfy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice age. Yeah. <laughs> like, Colossal volume, Maybelline. Something. (laughs) Notes of of chemicals in here. Mm. (laughs) Can't tell them apart. (laughs) That's amazing. I um Tess sent me a really great article that I appreciated recently that was all about being dirty and being fine with it. Yeah. And it was really enlightening because I because at the time I had a growing mound of pistachio shells next to my bed (laughs) on the floor. And I was like I feel great about this. <laughs> I knew you would appreciate that because it was just like, yeah, guess what? Now you can focus on other shit. And we're like, yeah, that's what we've been saying the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I don't necessarily think they were talking about Maybe not throwing away. The, no, pistachio shells are not. They, and they also, okay. this was like a few days. Those don't get girl. It's like it's a nut All right. outside. Yeah, right. I don't think a pistachio shell. It's not like a it's banana not an emergency. Peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it like yeah. a flavored pistachio? Did it have something that would attract bugs? No, no. Okay. This right. was not... It was okay. fine. Right. I'm not leaving shit around my bed that attracts bugs, Brandy. I'm 33. I at least have that down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't 
take a break. You have an unflavored pile of pistachio shells next to your bed. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I at I least assumed. know what not to leave out to attract bugs at this stage. Wow. Put that on your resume. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jessica, when's the last time you attracted bugs? <laughs> we, we, evol- we all evolved. <laughs> I can't even say that much about myself. You know, every once in a while, I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave open a bottle of like wine. Right? Yeah. You, yeah. You might have like a cup that's, that gets some shit. Yeah. Usually, the fruit fly. I've I've drastically reduced any fruit fly situation in the house because you know that fruit basket's like gotta gotta freshen up. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> That's uh, my advice for the day. You can use that in your campaign. Yeah, Feel free. I'll take it. I should employ that with my car because there's some odor that's happening. You know, when you start living out of your car and oh, then you start eating out of your car mm-hmm. and then one day you smell something, you're like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. And yes. what's the source? Yeah. yeah. And that's it's a so horrible to, feeling. It's hard yeah. to find the worst feeling. Because it is. It's a medley of like many days of like just yes. using your car as your purse and your locker room. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When you start like looking at people in the mirror to be like, are they smelling something? Is it just me? Or are they smelling it too? Is it? I don't know. Thank it's God we have them though. Like I, I think. Cars? Car yeah. purses? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about like living in New York or something because like just, oh, yeah. I, I love like my little like, okay, this is my little like room. I get to move yeah. from place to place. <laughs> it's real. No one gets to experience yeah. this. Yeah. It's my favorite place to make a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The pota- and the, the bugs in there in my car, those are another story. <laughs> That's what I was mostly talking about with bugs. <laughs> hey, you know, they're, you're giving them Uber rides everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're paying. Lift. Yeah. 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 Take a lift everywhere. Yeah. Now, Jessica, you, so you are, we mentioned you are running for office. You're running for city council of LA. I don't know. Like, we keep being disgusting. I'm trying to gracefully, you know, carry strug us out of this. Broken ankle and all. I'm hobbling to land you're running for city council for la district 13 which is hollywood silver lake and echo park that's in the march 7th election if you live in la you guys um what made you like decide to run for office (laughs) i went crazy Uh, (laughs) um i volunteered a lot of hours for bernie sanders Mm -hmm. uh he really woke me up there was a debate where he said the greatest national security threat was climate change he was the only person in my lifetime i've heard say that and i was like all right i'm throwing it down for this guy um and so did a lot of work for that when he finally lost california i was like i couldn't go back to sleep so how do we continue this political revolution forward i was really um distressed by the two-party system i felt like they failed us Mm -hmm. um especially what came out about the dnc and sort of just like them colluding with the media against uh, Bernie and whatever movement a lot of people were trying to uh, be a part of. And uh, But local city council in Los Angeles can be undeclared. Um, and so I looked at who my council person was and I saw the way that he spoke about homelessness, which was that we have to clean up our streets, not about like mm. we need to take care of human beings. <laughs> and, uh, I decided, <laughs> and I decided to run. And, um, and so that was early July. And it's just grown. It's been insane, the amount of growth that has taken place over the last couple of months. So how did you, you were kind of like starting from square one, like you had no, how did you like even teach yourself how to do what you needed to do to like run for office? Well, uh, so I have a background as a theater director and producer. And so it was really about just creating a team because like I can't do it alone. Um, and like it, in theater, there's a stage manager, there's, uh, you know, the director, there's the actors, there's the s- scenic people there's music you know mm-hmm. all those different roles um you just find the roles that you need to fill and find the people with the skills to fulfill it and then you get rolling that's awesome yeah i mean and like it is it has evolved and we have changed a lot and when things aren't working we try something else but bottom line like we're there to get shit done like um one of my biggest problems right now and for a lot of people is that like there's a lot of infighting and drama that's happening and we have so much work to do that I'm all about getting to the bottom line and the goal um, and whatever else is happening. Like we just need to f- 
tunnel focus in on that. You mean infighting happening where? Uh, well, in the progressive movement, actually. Right. There's okay. a lot of sort of infighting or even between like Hillary versus Bernie versus yeah. Greens, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know what? We mm-hmm. all want the same things, actually. And that's what's so wonderful about working at the local level, too, because even conservatives, like mm-hmm. they want affordable housing. They don't want to see homeless on our street, you know, and then it's our job to sort of facilitate that discussion because you can get a lot of people that talk about it as riffraff or uh, vagrants or blight on the street and so it's our job to facilitate that conversation to say we have to take care of people obviously these people don't want to be on the streets what can we do to support them Mm -hmm. and get them housing and mental care and all that stuff yeah that has been a big thing that i think all of us experienced is is like the infighting on the progressive side where it's like we all want to work together but you know everyone has a lot of different interests everyone is very outspoken especially with the internet everyone's opinion is like Mm -hmm. thrown together there all the time when you're like Hopefully we can all come together collectively to slay the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's great that you're running too, because I think so much like for, the right for a long time really did kind of focus in on these like little races, like on the local level and have kind of been building this for a long time. And like the left has always kind of looked nationally. Mm-hmm. So it's like great to see people kind of like wanting to look in the local level again and like starting to build in the same way. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, now we're really calling out for volunteers to, like, get boots on the ground and go door-to-door canvassing, old-school stuff, phone banking, and these things are, like, not super sexy, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's a lot easier to, like, yell at your congressional representatives or, like, talk about those big issues, but the thing that's amazing is that we have so much power locally where we can actually break Trump's promises. Uh, Los Angeles, California has such an Mm -hmm. opportunity, and now that we have a Trump presidency, like real fascism. We have such an opportunity to call into account all the other bullshit that's been happening with like corporate Dems taking big amounts of money from big pharmaceutical companies or from corrupted banks or from the private prison industry or like even Governor Jerry Brown is Mm -hmm. not a green governor. You know, we've got fracking in California still. There's locally in Los Angeles, there's um, Aliso Canyon, which was the biggest Mm -hmm. methane gas blowout um, that's ever happened in the United States history and they're still trying to reopen it and Gary, uh, Jerry Brown's sister sits on the board of Sempra Gas, which is the company that like watches over that facility. And it's like, we can't do that anymore, you guys. And yeah. so, and we have the opportunity to call them out, <laughs> yeah. you know, and really hold a higher standard. And that's, what's really exciting. So that's what kind of like power do we have in terms of like looking at being a sanctuary city and like if like what kind of power does the mayor have? And what kind of power do we have as a city to like protect the people that live here from from the Trump administration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one of our defining platforms is like broadening and expanding what sanctuary city means and then creating actionables. So we actually have a Latino liaison who is talking with nonprofit organizations that deal with Latino worker rights. um, And we're defining like, what can we do to protect people? Los Angeles City, like bless them, passed the LA Defense Fund, which uh, gives $10 million for undocumented people when they go up on trial because before they weren't guaranteed a lawyer. But now the city and the county is funding that, which is so great because not only is it the humane choice to make, but economically, it actually saves us money. And I actually prefer to, I not actually, I prefer to talk about it in the human level of like taking care of people, but a lot of people revert back to the economics of it, but it's economically sound as well. Um, So other things that I'd like to see done that, you know, we haven't super dug into. There's a lot that we're learning, but um, I'd really like to make uh, residents who are immigrants be able to vote in municipal elections. I'd like to be able to give them like some kind of, um, you know, resident identification where they can go vote and hold power because they pay taxes. Their kids go to school here. You know, they should be able to have power. Another thing that we'd really like to do is create language justice. So like if people want to learn English, we have a place for that, but also have people learn Spanish or Armenian or Thai or Korean so that, you know, we are an immigrant nation. And unfortunately we haven't really embraced that as Americans. And I think one way that we could really embrace it is by starting to learn the languages of the people around us. Um, absolutely yeah yeah absolutely I know Tess is taking Spanish lessons and it's like Duolingo yeah amazing (laughs) I do Duolingo and then I also do something called the Pimsleur method which is kind of like the Rosetta Stone I actually really recommend it if you have an audible subscription they have it Um, but yeah they're just like half hour lessons that you do every day and it's just like conversations and they so like it forces you to respond 
Like Duolingo, I like, but it's not enough to like learn a language. I don't totally. Think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, you have to be conversational about it to really learn it, right? Yeah, and it's just yeah, and like this is this Pimsleur thing. It's more like teach. It's your brain picks it up in the same way that it would if you were living somewhere and talking to people in right, Spanish. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I also like I feel like it's so cool living in LA because I feel like I just have like built-in Spanish lessons everywhere. It's like there's newspapers in Spanish. Like it's there's always like people you can talk to or like yeah. I mean, La Pinon is one of the biggest newspapers. La Pinon is great. And yeah, th- their mm-hmm. recommendations for the, at least the election in November, more people voted in favor of what they went for than the LA Times. Wow! So it just goes to show the amount of power that mm-hmm. we we have. I will That's say too. Yeah, I read La Pinon a lot to like just practice my Spanish. Um, and it's really like upsetting um the cover just to see like the perspective of the latino community like how horribly everyone's being treated like and just like the the articles are about like we're just asking for dignity Uh, how can we help immigrants in our city and it's like fucking fuck you people that are doing this to mexican people like fuck you yeah Mm -hmm. i remember uh i was at the like bakery down the street from my house reading I, I, maybe that newspaper I'm not sure but a newspaper in Spanish after the election and I can't read Spanish very well but a little bit obviously and it was just like an article about how the children were scared in school and I yeah. was just like teachers, <laughs> teachers did such overtime after the election oh my yeah. god Absolutely. I mean and that's another thing that we can do that we're actually working on this right now we're, we've reached out to Latino organizations and we're creating pamphlets for I don't know if you guys know about the neighborhood councils but in Los Angeles each little area has its own neighborhood council mm-hmm. and they have budgets of like $42,000 a year even though they're volunteer boards um, but great people serve on those boards and so what we want to do is in- empower them to create a Latino outreach committee or immigrant committee so that they can give people these resources because so much of it is like here's where you go if you're facing hardship like we've got your back like contact us we're here for you we care about you and I think I think, especially in District 13, the residents know what the problems are and know how to solve them. But what we don't have right now is a council person who is empowering them. And that's what I got from Bernie Sanders is like he made me realize that I had a power to claim. And I feel like all of us feel so nervous and don't really know which direction to go in. But we have such good ideas and we just need someone to validate those ideas. Say like, yeah, you know what you're doing. Go do it. And then Mm -hmm. like actively support it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll be back. Like, we're right back. Oh, <laughs> <that was amazing. laughs> hey, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Barbara. I'm Tess. And we're here with Jessica Salins. What's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we know you have a big debate tonight in Los Angeles. That's right. Uh, also, happy birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> do, you know where, do you know where it is if people are listening and they live in L.A. and they yeah, want to come? It's done by the Hollywood United Neighborhood Council, and it's at the American Legion Hall, 2035 North Highland Avenue, and it starts at 5 p.m. Cool. Awesome. Um, so... To get you prepped, we found a... Um... <laughs> How are we going to do this? Are we going to debate her? I guess. <laughs> okay. I think Bring that far. We, think we could do two, two on two or something. <laughs> I haven't right. even looked at Tag what team. this is. Yeah. So. so these are funny topics for high school students. Mm. <laughs> these are debates, uh, funny topics of debate um, for high school students to get into. Okay. Um, let's see. Number one, are UFOs a hoax? <laughs> Jessica, you have the floor. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, listen, I don't know. If, <laughs> did you guys read WikiLeaks? Did you guys read the Podesta emails? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. There's, like, stuff in there about UFOs. And I've got this great friend, Ben, who, like, has kept up on all of it. and like. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody him. needs that friend. Everyone needs that friend. And he's great. <laughs> and he's super supportive. But, like, and so I'd always go to Ben's page and be like, what's happening now? What's happening now? Because that's, that's, like, during the Hillary and Trump stuff. And, and I was like, I'm just going to read about <laughs> John Podesta and extraterrestrials. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I wouldn't put it past our government to hide things like that from ourselves. I mean, look, man, like, X-Files, like, you got to wonder, is that stuff? made up or is like there's some truth to it there's always some truth to fiction there's some truth and you know it's out there guys (laughs) (laughs) Ah, point for Barbara that was a way bigger laugh than that deserves but thank you Um, uh, are we on the uh, uh, yeah are they real I don't know Um, sure why not I mean probably yeah. right? I hope they're like a rival they... though you know yeah. like, they were so nice mm-hmm. Abbott and Costello I would yeah. like to think they're real you know I bet I bet you we've had something but they just like people aren't ready for it man you know why what don't I mean? believe in them at all 
Really? Do you not believe yeah. in if there being any life on any other planet? I do. Is the funny thing, but I don't believe in like I want to believe. <laughs> You're halfway there. Oh boy. No, I get it. I mean, I I do think yeah, it's a lot of like far fetched stuff that I think is like exciting, obviously, to mm-hmm. think about that you know yeah. the government yeah. would be covering up. But. It's like I do think I do totally think the government would cover it up. I do think crazy things happen i it's like weird like i believe in other dimensions and shit but for some reason every time i hear about an alien i'm like nah. do you think because like that would make it too real if mm. if you let yourself go mm. there no i really want to believe <laughs> it feels like, i feel like we already live with aliens because there's like dogs and cats and they like yeah. i feel like they're weird i, I, yeah. I just feel like i, feel we, I live way. with an alien totally yeah. <laughs> i do look at my dog sometimes when i'm like are you, are you real? What's really happening? Yeah, outside? it's just like, what is going on? Because they are like a foreign species that we're just on the same planet with. I love animals so much. <laughs> I Today I um, I posted this picture, but I was driving and my phone had died. And I saw I saw the three dogs' heads out of I one other. Spectacular picture. Yeah, and then on the other <laughs> side, there were three dogs. There were like eight dogs in the back of this guy's car. So on either side, there were three dogs sticking their heads out. And... I was like, I have to take a picture of this. And all I have was my computer <laughs> photo booth. So I very unsafely drove and held up my laptop and took a picture of this guy's dogs. But you know what? Worth it. But you were still being safer than the guy who had eight labs in his What car. the hell? I don't know so what was going dogs. on. Yeah. Those that were guy's, big ones. That guy's an alien. Yeah. That guy is an alien. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks that our, our currency is dogs. And he's just <laughs> running around. I'm paying for Slurpees and it's going to 7-Eleven and handing over three Labradors. Does, doesn't a Slurpee seem like a th- something an alien would think we live off of, like in an old movie or like a like an 80s like SNL? Yeah, like, Coneheads. Like absolutely, we live off of Slurpees. <laughs> um, or even even like Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Oh, Third or Rock the movie from the with Sun. Marla. Uh, Robin Williams when he's not the movie but the show. Oh, Mark Mindy. Mindy. Mark Mindy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that seems like a weird. <laughs> Uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to French Stewart. He's a he's a friend of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Okay. This one: vampires versus werewolves. Mm. <sighs> like who would win in a fight? I, I think just the pro or like who's better? Which who's is better? better I well, think. like context is everything because if we're talking about like Remus Lupin from Harry Potter, like mm. he always wins. That's right? a good point. He's a great. He's a really he's a great, great werewolf. Great werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. They were lucky to get him on their team, right? Yeah. Also, I really like that J.K. Rowling didn't even put vampires in her book she was like, <laughs> except for that teacher who was it who like traveled oh. and then had like <laughs> oh yeah there was like one vampire in the sixth teacher. book at, in i don't remember yeah yeah i read them all i read them all no no they're great they're oh horse like horn had a party and like his this guy like was traveling and oh his yes 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 david's so happy right now no, yeah <laughs> david's a huge harry potter guy <laughs> I'm sorry, but back to vampires and werewolves. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess because the immediate thing that you go to is uh, mm-hmm. is Twilight, which I never read or saw. Of but, course not. You know. And that's vampires? Yeah. That's vampires. Well, and werewolves. And werewolves. And so werewolves. Vir- uh, Twilight Lautner. is vampires yeah. versus werewolves. Horses. Ver- Ooh, wait. Joe Manganiello played a werewolf <gasps> on True Blood. Oh, he wasn't well, a vampire? No, 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 no. He was a werewolf. Well, we know it wins. That I mean, that wins. Right today. alone? We're going to give... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been some sexy vampires. Well, but let's but let's just go with what we know typically about them instead of like yeah, yeah. let's not, not think of specific. a celebrity. Okay, they also versions. seem a vampire seems very angsty in a way mm. that would get annoying. And werewolves like it's only gonna, once a month too. Yeah, it's only once a month. Like yeah. if you can sync up with your we're werewolf lover, <laughs> yeah. then you just leave each other alone for a couple of days. God, or or you don't leave us. each other alone. <laughs> Hopefully, it lines up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's got to be hot. Werewolf and period sex. Right. <laughs> Ew, that's like, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's great. You'd be really into it. Yeah. You're like, you don't know if the blood's from like the rabbit he just Ew. murdered. Or... <laughs> Picturing the hair getting all bloody, I hate it. Oh yeah, Tess doesn't like hair. You wouldn't like them. And vampires are very hairless. They seem very hairless. My only Mm. thing is though, I also hate like veins. So Mm. do I have to be a vampire? No, I think this is like no. They wouldn't make you a vampire, but I think they would suck your blood. Like they can suck your blood, but not make you a vampire. What? They can. 
no, yeah, that's yeah. not true. Yes, it is. No, if how they do they do blood, that? You're a vampire, right? Without no, they just don't, without the amount that they take. It's the amount of blood that they no, take. No, that is oh. not true. I've watched most of True Blood. It's very true. Really? Yeah, because there's like vampire groupies. I feel like that goes against all the vampires. If there's any vampires listening, please. Right and let us know. <laughs> I watched True Blood. I knew this is true. It's a thing. They're I called things. There's like vampire groupies. If they drink a little bit of your blood, you're not a vampire. But if they go for it, because they can drink some, they can kill you or they can right. make you one. Okay. I'm going to be a blood, werewolf. By putting their blood inside of you is how they make you a vampire. <laughs> I don't want to get bit at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Deal breaker. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> um, we solved that one. Yeah. Do werewolves live forever, though, like vampires supposed to do? Um, I think maybe just long. I don't think they're immortal. What's always like nitpicky rules in the vampire werewolf world that I didn't know about? You didn't know about all these? I no. mean, yeah, it's like what? I oh mean, yeah, if you eat garlic, you die, right? Gar- you can't see your reflection if you're a vampire. You have to be yeah. invited into the house. I mean, imagine if you're a like you'd be busted all the time. You would have no idea what you look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe Manganiello, I'm a werewolf. All right. <laughs> I think are we all werewolves? I don't know, Jessica. How do you feel? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't like blood. Yeah. 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 yeah, I definitely don't want to drink it. I'm good. <laughs> I definitely don't want to drink it. I definitely it. don't want to drink <laughs> it. I just, like, heard the martini glass of blood in your hand when you said it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, eyes closed or open? During what? Whatever. Like, in life? Yeah. However I love wanna... sleep. Me too. But mm. I love, like, eyes are the best part of human beings, I think. You know, like, they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And, like, the world is beautiful. <laughs> you're like, you're so dumb. No, I'm, <laughs> I, no, 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 I'm I am, like, really questioning this for you myself. You took it to a very yeah. profound place oh, immediately. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, open. What, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> if you're orgasming, which is what I assume it kind of was about. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. Usually eyes are Are close. these all Wait. about orgasms? <laughs> yeah. All of these. <laughs> Werewolf versus vampire. Okay. Yeah, yeah, these are funny topics Hamburger for high versus school. cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if my eyes like, are closed or rolled back when I orgasm. I will say that my orgasm with someone and without them is very different. Mm. If I'm mm. alone, it's just like, I, I think I like look absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're alone? Well, I think I just like, there's no, you know, there's no, nobody to ma- make appearances for or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no it's, bells like, and whistles. it's like real weird. You're not it's real on. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's, think anyone that's looks, when I'm an alien. I don't think anyone looks good when they come alone. No, nobody does. No. It's just a thing. <laughs> I don't think anybody looks good when they come alone. <laughs> another can another great campaign slogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many treasures from tonight, you guys. <laughs> um, but if I'm watching uh, yeah, eyes open for all of it. Porn. <laughs> Making direct eye contact. No, I was just thinking watching them. But yeah, eyes open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if this one makes no sense? What if there was no Harry Potter? (gasps) I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) That face. (laughs) You guys, at one point there wasn't. You guys, listen, this is what uh, prepared us for fascism, though. Hello. Like, we lived through it because we read Harry Potter. Like, we have the tools. We got it. We're in the rebellion phase. We're like Dumbledore's fucking army. And that's fine to say. Absolutely. And And like, we're going at it. We're taking on all the Dementors. All the, you know, dark wizard shit. It's happening. <laughs> Which it's one is Steve true. Bannon? <laughs> um, oh. Ooh. Who? He's one of the horcruxes, I think. He's one of Voldemort's horcruxes. He's one of his horcruxes? Like, he's he's part of his soul? He's Nagina? Oh. The yeah. snake Nagini. Nagini. Wait, wait. Are the horcruxes the thing that, like, are your, for the your animal? Voldemort. No. Voldemort. I mean, really, he is more Voldemort. It's like, oh, it's yeah, like okay. Trump is almost like the... the is who? Quirrell. Yeah, Quirrell or um, one of the people in the in the ministry that get confounded and get taken over by um, mm. what's in, the Imperius curse. You know, he's just like a puppet. Yeah, he's just the figurehead. No yeah. puppet, no puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> You're the puppet. <laughs> Not a puppet. Not a puppet. You're the puppet. God. It's oh, almost God. like he's a bit umbrage in that way. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a, a lot of toad. Umbrage. He's such a toad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We just need to get him in pink. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it happen. Get some Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, what if there is no Harry Potter? Next. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to answer this one, but I'll just say it's on her. Should girls be allowed to wrestle? Okay. Go, yeah. go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> girls can do whatever they want. Yeah. Buzzle.com <laughs> quiz. Wow, we stumbled across something sexist on the internet. <laughs> 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 um, all right. We are, is it time to break? 
Oh no! Okay. I don't know. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you told your finger. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, Fifteen minutes of fame or behind the scenes? Behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. Cool. That, is that what you did when you were in theater? No, I was an actor first and then producer director. But like behind the scenes is where all the shit gets done. Right. Yeah. Like, Fifteen minutes of fame. What is that? No one remembers that. But the behind the scenes work lives on. Sorry, yeah. I keep getting fucking profound. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your tea, Jessica. I mean, that's kind of where I end up seeing myself eventually. You know, it's like I wouldn't want to be in front of the camera forever. Hmm. You know, Hell it's no. like you have more power making stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's way more fun. I mean, nobody wants 15 minutes. Of it. That's the thing is like yeah, yeah. that right. sounds like a nightmare in every aspect because Does it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because like then you're if if that's what you had and like. It, the one hit wonder thing doesn't seem super appealing because if you're always struggling after that to get back to that point. But what if you're not? Like, what if you just take your one hit wonder money and then you just like... And who the f- who has done that? Very few <laughs> um, people do that. Yeah. So. I bet like... Um, I mean, those people I feel like are still... They, those are the uh-huh. guys who play casinos. I bet aha. Uh-huh. But they're not one hit wonders. Oh, yeah, they are. Never mind. Yeah. But those are the guys that... <laughs> Name me I, was thinking, I was thinking of a different no but those are the guys who like play casino who you see ads for playing casinos and it's like kind of sad you know it's sad but i would rather be 15 minutes famous than never famous at all hmm. you know and you have the power to make a different choice than everyone who came before you so yeah. you could take that 15 minute money and you could go you know rest then on a beach and like be real good exactly like if yeah, you yeah. invest the 15 money and then like it's almost nice because like you get to slide into obscurity knowing like that you're not missing anything mm. yeah yeah that's true that is i true. just feel like i would be it wouldn't be good because i'd be scrambling for that again yeah you know i mean i, I would just be, be like oh i'm good we uh, both yeah, go full fine. on baby jane yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys <laughs> there's no <laughs> question <laughs> we're kidding <laughs> But even that sounds kind of fun. Just plastic surgery and drink myself into oblivion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, that is, there is a 50-50 chance that that's my future. So I'm not <laughs> going to deny that. <laughs> oh, as long as we have a pool, a floaty. But that's what I'm saying. Like these da- I don't think it's as easy to be like a luxurious failed person these days you know what i mean like yeah. and i think that not in the cards as much okay you know what we have to, to do be. before this happens is like make a plan like mm. we need to buy property somewhere reasonable oh <laughs> like, sure i'm in like michigan we gotta buy a house in like michigan what about like flint michigan oh, no. like, oh, property oh, around there oh, too soon oh, flint. i know oh. it's horrible you can buy land cheap in la still what where no, like un undeveloped up, land up in butt. la is actually cheap <laughs> Uh, my button around the corner <laughs> my butt is not cheap Babs. <laughs> no like land is actually pretty cheap out here because like pe- this is the thing developers want to p- put up big houses or like big like multi-unit buildings so like land f- that's uh, without a house on it is still relatively cheap compared to a lot of other places hmm. and like if you put in like storage container homes or things like that like hmm. you, can, you can buy and put a house on like property in la for under three hundred fifty thousand dollars still it's absolutely Gosh, possible. I'm in. It's absolutely possible. And the thing is, that's develop- not cheap, though. No, compared compared to what people think LA right. is, right? Yeah, right. And compared but- to, compared to a lot of other places in the country, it's like a lot of I cities like on par. I hear about people who are like, "Yeah, I just got a six bedroom house for one hundred fifty thousand dollars." I mean, but like where exactly? Yeah, that's cheap. No, yeah, no, but that's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. which is what my plan is for going into oblivion. <laughs> right. You got if you're going into oblivion, you got to stretch it out somewhere as cheap as possible. It's fair enough. I, you know, I don't know. I just need. I'm just gonna find a man with a fucking bomb shelter. <laughs> good plan. <laughs> Actually, that is a good. Plan. Thank you. Go up to the Bay Area and find one of those crazy millionaires. Oh yeah, oh. the ones that are go- going to Australia. Jessica, did you see this article? Yeah, it's insane. It's like the New York Post. Is that what it was in Tess? New York, the New, New Yorker. Yeah, the New Yorker. Oh. And it's this crazy article about how all the Silicon Valley guys are all like multi-billionaire preppers and they're like getting really into it they're they have hel- they have helicopters gassed preppers? up ready to go like doomsday preppers they're all like buying up land in like new zealand nothing else to do with their lives yeah <laughs> new zealand's gonna be the first one underwater you think <laughs> I know. So? climate change yeah, yeah. well no the ball dives will be first but you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. yeah. they'll have their helicopter they'll be fine they'll just right they'll just hop to hop somewhere else hop in the air yeah <laughs> they've got like gassed up helicopters there's this one like old um nuclear silo in the middle of like salina kansas that like this one guy bought up and he put in all of these like really nice um condos in so and because it's like 
nuclear enforced if anything happens but like all of these millionaires bought apartments in this in this condo. That's so scary. That's like at it's the crazy. end of the big short when you find out that they're buying up aquifers mm-hmm. and the guy mm-hmm. uh, who like understood that the banks were going to collapse like is like investing in money now. Of like, course. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 They're all like getting bitcoins and stuff. And I get so mad. Like, okay. Just, I, bitcoins, I guess. Do you guys know that we can get them if we want? Yeah, anybody yeah. can. There's a bar that I do. A, but they still exist. I thought they weren't around anymore. No, they're trying to bring them back. Yeah, there's this like there's like a machine. <laughs> there's a machine at this bar that I that I open for burlesque at sometimes that you can buy them at. No and way. It looks like the shadiest thing ever. What is, it doesn't not a real thing, right? It's just like no, to, you like you like. I don't. I never. I didn't buy it. All one. I know is that when I wanted to gamble on the Super Bowl, I had to do it in bitcoins because it's like illegal. <laughs> yeah, all the gamblers, all the gamblers are taking Bitcoin now. Right. Huh. But it's not a physical thing. No, right? no, yeah, it's, okay. like, it's not even in like U.S. currency. It's like international currency. Yeah, which it's, is there's a lot cool. of creeps out there using it for bad shit, and I just can't. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, there. I it's know. It's for like when That's you like don't want money. Deep trace. web shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but I think it's getting more mainstream. I bet you anything Bitcoin will live. Well, of course it is because everyone's terrified because money is going to mean nothing in a minute. So it's like, yeah. yeah. That's why we need UBI. Like universal basic income is like the best option I think we have with like automation upon us. You yeah. know what, is, what is UBI? Universal basic income is basically like a, a stipend per month. So it'd be like we would get $2,000 a month from mm-hmm. the government, which would basically fund our lives, our basic necessities. Like mm-hmm. so you can choose to work and make more money. But because automation is coming upon us and we're not going to have the same jobs anymore, I think it's great. I think we're going to squander the opportunity because yeah. we, we're fearful and Of course we're. We're so and capitalistic all. and like everyone be like, what, yeah. what does that Did mean? Did you see, um, who was it? Jackman posted it. Nancy Pelosi in the town hall. Oh, the capitalist yeah. thing? Yeah. She's like, baby, we're capitalists. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we got to get you out, girl. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> like, no it. more. It's an insane video. It's just this college student asking her basically like, so a lot of people my age are, you know, we're look, seeing the benefits of a social, thinking about a socialist society and everything. And she goes, well, <laughs> first of all, we're capitalists. <laughs> and like you heard, oh, shush. you heard the head pat in the way that she says oh, it. Boy. It is like, it's an insane clip. Yeah. Oh. And then she like, ex- the way she just talks about Adam yeah. Smith and the invisible hand. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I just, I just have to say that I found another this this quiz that we found on Buzzle is getting uh-huh. a little creepy uh-uh. because I know we saw the wrestler things get past it. This one just blatantly says, the advantages women think there are of being a man. <laughs> it really went downhill from when just, there was no Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally just thrown in here. It's like not a question. No, not just. Can you say it one more time? The advantages women think there are of being a man. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, that was not What debate? What the fuck are they? Some men's rights dude got in here. Oh. Okay, this one's actually good. Yes. Being a realist versus being an optimist. Mm. That one's it. I mean, I think we all have to tread the line of both, right? Yeah. I don't know how to be either one. Oh, God. Barbara, <laughs> your phone. I know. It's so dead. It was fine until a week ago, and then. Oh. Yeah, I think treading both is is important. You know, because like you can look towards the future, but also not be like you can't have your head all the way up in the clouds all the time. You have to see what's possible and work towards that. Have something to have a long term goal, but being realist is like a short. short I mean, term. it's like living like doing this career, doing a comedy or you mm-hmm. know entertainment careers. You have to be both because it's mm-hmm. like you have to be optimistic enough to be like, yeah, I can do this. Sure, yeah. this will happen for me someday. But also realistic enough to be like, oh, this takes for fucking ever. And you know what? Yeah, maybe some, maybe it won't work out. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably like I'm sure well, viewers probably just like optimistic. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run for something. And then like if you're a realist, you're like, well, these are the ways that you do such a thing, right? It's like you fill in the blanks on the way to something. Yeah. Yeah, but without optimism, I would have never <laughs> yeah. run. I guess there's that fun quote that's like the opportunity, like the. Uh, uh, the realist sees it just as a glass of water. The opportunist sees like that there's more water to be filled. The whoever's negative doesn't think that there's enough of it. And then while they were all arguing, the opportunist like drank the glass of water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I really like that because it's like you know what? Just like yeah, move forward with compassion, grace, and do your best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I like I, I appreciate <laughs> realism. I just really like I like everything you yeah, say. That's why I get too. all quiet because I'm just taking it in. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing great. Don't yeah, be yeah. weird. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I am too optimistic. It's like my default. Like I, every day, mm-hmm. I expect to get fun mail. That's really like, yeah. Every day, I expect to get fun mail. Well, I've been a super capitalist bitch lately, and I've been getting fun mail constantly because uh, my, stre- we are my stress is coming out in shopping form. What's fun mail? Uh, fun she mail just likes stuff that's like, not bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be like I really love the holidays because then I get a lot of cards. Aww. But shout out to my friend Steven sends me letters sometimes. Aww. Oh, that's cool. Steven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, handwritten letters are ideal. Cards. Yeah. That kind of thing is fun mail. But I only get it in checks, of course, are the ultimate fun mail. Yeah. The ultimate fun (laughs) mail. Put a smiley in that memo line and I'm done. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, I'll just go out. We'll just end on this last gem that I found on this quiz. Just a random pick. Um, Girls are weird when they are PMSing. We are back. I'm Tess. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. And we're here with Jessica Salins. Hey. Hello. Jessica, you want to help us give some advice to someone? Yeah, let's do it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't her face. It's amazing. <laughs> Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Is this you guys? Lady problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Tess is such a great whisperer. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah. I'm the Tess whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not good at whispering to myself. Um, <laughs> all right. Lady problem. I'm 21 and from a small town in Maine. I live with my parents and I'm going to my dream college, UNE, for chemistry. And my problem is that many people my age, my parents voted for, that as many people my age, my parents voted for Trump. And I am a diehard liberal and I'm lesbian. This environment is very toxic, not to mention my mom is crazy. Like breaking things, going on psychotic episodes. I truly think she's bipolar. She has extreme anger issues to the point that I have cried more times now than when I was in high school. I know I need to move out, but there is no option. They are helping me pay for college, and although I will have to pay them back, I'm not paying rent. I only have $300 to my name. I have this really amazing girlfriend, though. My parents even like her. I've only been out about a year, and this is my first relationship, but it's amazing, and eventually we want to move in together. But that won't be until she's out of college, and hopefully I would only have a semester left. So my problem is that my parents voted for Trump, knowing well that I opposed him and that I was scared of what he would do. They didn't take me seriously at all, and the day after the election, I woke up and immediately was in tears. Mm. I cried for over an hour, and my mom cried with me not realizing how much this meant to me. My girlfriend was up all night freaking out, too. Even though in that one moment you regretted voting for him, she still backs everything he is doing, and I can't stop myself from, from commenting on how awful the things he's doing are now, especially now that he's doing things. I feel like voting for him was a personal attack on me, and I can't wrap my brain around this. And I truly believe that the people for vote, that voted for him have zero empathy for anyone other than themselves. Mm. Point is, my living situation is very hostile and can shift very drastically at any moment. I don't know what I should do. My girlfriend lives with her two best friends, but they only have a two-bedroom, and they jam two bunk beds into one room. So they mm. all live in one room. There isn't the, really pos- the possibility to spend nights there. And my friends don't have room, and I need a place to study, not to mention my parents, where my... Not to mention my parents were very vocal against gay marriage rights when I was in middle school. So I have thrown. I have thrown that in their faces about me like 13 and basically saying that I have no rights to marriage or equality. God. Yeah. I know you may not read this on the podcast. Guess what we did? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy Wednesday. Oh, God. My heart was breaking. There's so many things in there. I know. That's so much that she's dealing with. What's her name? Her name, she didn't get. She's 21. Yeah. Gal, yeah. first of all, like, give yourself some, like, like big time grace and applause for your own self for just, like, still living and having, like, hope to continue forward and, like, going to school to study something that so many people don't. Like, you're a badass, first of all. Congratulations. So much, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, the first thing that comes into my head is, like, you're going to a college 
and you have an opportunity to find a group of people that align exactly with how you think and feel. And it doesn't sound like right now your focus needs to be on trying to change your parents, but rather um, finding the space to just deal while you're in this situation as best as possible. It's going to be hard, but it will be made easier if you can find a tribe. What I mean by that is like a group of friends or a study class or something on your college that you can really connect with and vent out all your stuff there so that when you do go home, you're dealing dealing with like you can strip away so much of the hurt and anger that you've been faced with and really get at the parts where because it sounds like your mom does love you and does care about you um, that she cried with you even though she doesn't understand so if you can find a space to vent and be your full complete unapologetic self with and then have to go home and just deal with that it might be easier to to so either ignore or forgive and that's going to be your own journey is forgiving the stuff that your parents and slowly but surely pulling that away with them um but that's my first thought mm-hmm. yeah wow. i think i think finding your new community at school is obviously mm-hmm. is going to be huge because you're gonna have it sounds like you don't really have the option yet to move out for now which i think would probably try to be our advice or maybe somebody who's a little bit older you could get another job or something but it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it's really an option right now um so yeah i think finding an outlet outside of home is really smart because that's i mean that's just so hard i'm going through something somewhat similar i don't live at home anymore so it's very different but i'm not speaking to my parents and that's never happened to me before and uh you know it's it's all because of trump and you know similar situation and uh yeah it's so it's just the worst you're i mean it's just so heartbreaking to think that the people you love don't feel the same way about basic like mor- moral things mm-hmm. that you feel as a personal attack you know and so that's i think i just talked to my therapist about this today but she said she was just kind of like you know this is your time to like really this is you're becoming your own person like you can't be tied to them they are you know separate from you and this is your time to realize that like they're not perfect. They're they're going to have their own opinions and they don't have to be yours and you don't have to adjust to be what they want you to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the one, the silver lining and there are some silver linings and all the bullshit that's fucking happened is that there are so many people who are like so passionate and you can find them more easily. So I think finding those people to be with as much as you humanly can, like literally only go home from like midnight to like 6 a.m. and then yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah. 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 And, and, like, and, I know and find a therapist or a guidance counselor yes. too. Yeah, There's probably someone at school. And like, I know you're in a relationship, but I think it's also important to socialize outside of your yes. girlfriend. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think that it's easy to have that crutch, especially in college. I don't know. It's like you have a built in person to hang out with. So, like, challenge yourself to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Join a club or like just try to find other people that you're going to school with that maybe you can start to build an even broader social network with. Definitely. And I think there's also some room to like, um, like you're, you, you say in here, like, I think a lot of people that voted for Trump, they have a hard time with abstract empathy. Mm. Um, yes. Where it's, if, unless they see something right in front of their faces, they have a hard time realizing that it's real and knowing how to extend empathy towards it. And, you know, you say here with, like, your parents when you were in middle school were against gay marriage, and they vocalized that. But then you also say in your letter that they really like your girlfriend. Maybe they never had somebody that they knew was gay in their life. And I'm not saying you need to get into an argument with them, but, like, you know, they like you, they like your girlfriend. Your presence in their life is maybe changing their mind without mm. you needing to argue with them about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wouldn't bring bring it up until you know things advance with you guys but like it's hard to like extending somebody empathy is also not a seal of approval and i think that's an important thing to do to people that whose hearts are in the right place but were very misled in this election in a lot of ways mm-hmm. you know i mean i think it's like oh man i i don't want to understand exactly how you i want to understand kind of how you got here what is going on especially when it's a parent to be like what what it what happened mm-hmm. you know what is the root of the hurt that happened to you to take you to this place mm-hmm. and like that's where a lot of it comes from and that's a really hard thing to do without you know this was such a personal thing you know this election felt really personal i mean it might i know my dad voted for trump and i have a mm. really hard time with it yeah it's you know? very it's hard not to take it personally because yeah it's not it's not really like a politics issue at this no. point it's like a it's a decency it's a, it's a basic human decency yeah, thing. yeah. because of the things that were so mm-hmm. you know 
yeah. mainstream. I mean, you know, the reporter thing alone. Yeah. I always cite that as my thing. Yeah. It's like, I, there's that's just countless like, things. Well, there's countless things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think a big part of that, too, is also like the thing that I've been kind of trying to mull over and think about a lot is that like. I think Trump winning is a, is a symptom of how much abuse is in this country that isn't talked about because there are a lot of people in this country that their spouses or their family has treated them the way that Trump treats them, the, the, the way that Trump backs their entire lives. And if they're in a situation where they can't get out or that's the only way they've been treated, then he's not different. He's just the way it is. But if you acknowledge that he's a monster, then you have to acknowledge that everybody in your life is a monster. Mm-hmm. And that's... And that, that's that's a very real thing that happens to a lot of people in this country. I mean, like, there's really bad <laughs> situations all over the place. And, you know, wives that are married to guys that are like him, that whose uh, every boyfriend they've ever had is like that guy. And, oh, shit, am I have wasted my entire life. If I admit that that guy's a monster, then everybody's a monster. Right. Yeah. And like I said, that's that's I can extend empathy to those people because, like, to understand that is to figure out how to work backwards to fix that in the future. Mm. And it's not saying I give you a pass because I don't give any of them a pass for it. But I think it's important to understand how that happened because, like, to get to the base of the problem is... is it's. I think it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's getting... The hard part is that it not only happened the mm-hmm. election, but like the aftermath of yeah. people still sticking with being okay yeah. that they voted for him mm-hmm. after I agree. every single day is a living nightmare. I is agree. like ah, it's just hard. Yeah. There's a lot of fear and ego, I think, in those things. Oh, too, yeah, completely. where it's like if you make a such a bold choice and stance, and then it fires back in your face, like to have the humility and be humble to say like, oh, I was wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and even like. And I know this can be divisive and I don't mean it to, but when we were fighting for Bernie and we were saying like we're seeing the polls and we're seeing that he has a better chance against Trump than Hillary does and trying to tell people that Mm -hmm. and then seeing and then like having in retrospect some people in my life saying like, oh, like I didn't see it then, which is fine. It's not saying that like he would have won or whatever, but like because we don't know, but but we the ego the, 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 yeah like the, there's yeah. just like a humility that that i think is missing from a lot of I, yeah and people. i do i will say i think especially on the conservative end, of, the humility absolutely. is yeah. hard to come Especially, by yeah absolutely. when that guy is run you know yeah. the, running yeah. the show i mean it's just yeah i don't know i wish i i wish i had a more uh distanced way of viewing it but yeah mm-hmm. it, it's like it's as these things are happening and it's like like okay fine you got misled but like Still, like, this is becoming a national emergency. People's lives are on the line. Like, please let go of, like, your fucking political mm-hmm. beliefs. About- this isn't about politics. No, no. Yeah. This isn't about, I mean, like, you're... This is about our country's, like, yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> everything crumbling. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I, what was I going to say? Shit. Uh, oh, yeah. I think uh, as far as, like, the mom, that's obviously extremely hard, too, mm-hmm. if she has mental health problems. Yeah. And I think, again find a counselor at your school and talk yeah. to them because oh yeah i forgot about the mom yeah that's mm-hmm. a that's a whole other that's thing a whole that's other really thing to deal with she really yeah. does just need to move out i wonder how much school she has left she's 21 it does yeah it sounds like she's, she's i would try to make some kind of plan it's tough to a, work enough to make rent while you're in school it yeah. is it's really hard it's like yeah all this stuff is like i think try and see if the and the school will have advisors mm-hmm. like a financial advisor somebody who can like maybe get you on a budget to get you out yeah you know yeah i would definitely like if you have maybe you already have but like explore if there's some kind of like a work study situation where you could like maybe get housing on campus if you you know work at the library or something i don't know mm-hmm. might be worth exploring yeah yeah and also, maybe there's a family member that you can connect with more than your parents yeah. that can talk to your mom about any mental health issues she has because that's a whole, like the gals are saying, like that's a whole other thing to, to yeah. And as a kid addressing it, it's, it's not, really difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not your it's not your job. No, but yeah, I mean, like Jessica said, like good for you for you know kicking ass and and studying chemistry and just being like. A badass who's not willing to back down from your beliefs because I think that that is like really important right now. And we, you know, we all need to like be strong Mm -hmm. in our beliefs and remember that like, you know, we are, I think, on the right side of history here. And yeah, and it's it's going to progress wins, but we have to keep pushing. Yes, absolutely. And maybe see if there's some like cool local political stuff happening. Oh my god, Maine is doing some really cool stuff, gal. Maybe not in your locality, but Maine in general is pushing for a lot of progressive uh, things right now. 
they're they're pulling up. Oh, awesome! Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Maybe that's a place to like you know get involved in a counteract the yeah yeah. I mean mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that's been really helpful for me too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. eat bananas and drink coconut water. <laughs> self-care, 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 absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, and keep us in keep us informed. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for writing to us too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it means a lot when people like you know reach out to us with this kind of stuff because it's not it's not very small life events happening. So yeah. it means a lot that you would do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jessica, where can everybody find you online and like get find everything yeah. out about you? Yeah, well, I was also going to offer this gal like if you just want to find me on Facebook, there I have a lot of teammates that um, are gay and have been going through really hard things with their parents and just that relationship, and and they're a little bit older, and I think might be able to offer some guidance, and I would love to connect you with them, mm-hmm. um, and I know that they would love to connect with you. So if you just want to find me and friend me on Facebook, Jessica Salins, S A L A N S. As far as the campaign, we're under Jessica Salins for Los Angeles City Council District Thirteen. Um, and fate and online under salins2017.com. Cool. Jessica, thank you so much for doing oh my the gosh, show. This is so informative me. and inspiring. And yeah. yeah, March 7th, you guys, if you're in District 13, get out there. Get vote. out there. Any district in Los Angeles, but especially if you're right. in 13, yes. mm-hmm. come on out and vote for Jessica. Yeah. I'll throw, I'll Wear throw your lady to lady pin with your I voted. Oh, yeah. Sticker. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, we have, we have to give you one. Yeah. yeah. We can grab one. Um, and if you want to buy one, go to LadyChilladyComedy.com. Yeah. Wait for Valentine's Day. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to Patreon.com slash LadyToLady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.